Welcome to the Los Salvados podcast. We are back. It's been a little bit since you've heard from us, about three months total. Um, we were just holding out for y'all, man. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for letting us ramble on about different topics and stuff. Um, whether you agree or disagree, or if you have a topic uh, you want us to discuss, hit us up at losabados at gmail.com. That's L-O-S-A-B-Y-D-O-S at gmail.com. Thank you all. Well, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> it has been a while, man. Uh, so, however many people listen, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know the numbers. <laughs> you know, life happens. Like yeah. a bunch of stuff happens, and and I'm I'm the worst about starting stuff and then not finishing it. Like I'll have a lot of good ideas. Uh-huh like projects and stuff, start those projects and then not finish. And I, I'm not a big believer in astrology or, or whatever, you know, like the horoscope thing, <laughs> yeah, but they yeah, say yeah. that people with my sign, uh, that's a problem for them. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's, good. it's like a, a funny coincidence. <laughs> your, your signs this time match up. Yeah. <laughs> What's been up, man? Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah, we've say? been talking for a little bit, so it's cool that you're uh, getting into working out and stuff, man. Uh, yeah. Talking about jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It's kind of it's going to be a competitive thing for me. Really? Really? Uh, well, you're I not mean, just going to do it to sort of... I mean, to, to get in shape, yeah, but I might compete here every now and then. Really? Depends on like how much in, I get into it. Yeah. I saw the price and I was like, okay, well. Oh, it's expensive. Let's, let's just think of that <laughs> <laughs> for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of expensive, but uh, I'm a single guy with no kids. So I have and a good job. So I have disposable income, I guess. No, I mean. Um, but I figured I might as well take full advantage if I'm going to pay the price. Yeah, do they have. So in addition to the. Uh, I guess the regimen, the fitness regimen that they have, do they get you guys to do like any type of nutritional thing with it? No, they, they don't really get into that. I mean, there's like, I'm not the only guy, like I'm out of shape, but there are other people in that class that are also, and they're, they're just starting off too. They're out of shape too. You can definitely tell if you're a higher colored belt in that class, you're probably not out of shape. <laughs> you're probably in pretty good shape. Uh, yeah, but me, I'm like probably one of like right three now. guys in there that are, Horribly out of shape. What do you mean horribly out of shape? Like you're not horribly I, out of no, shape. No, I'm, I'm horrible. Like well, no, I, compared to what I used to could do, I'm horribly out of shape. Uh, but I started cramping up like during the warm up, and I was like, ah. <laughs> you know, like I had to stop. And to be fair, I did like a P90X workout that day, but like I don't, you know. You're to the point now where you can definitely bounce back from whatever. I mean, you're not horribly out of shape, dude. Yeah, yeah. I can get back in shape. And that's what this is trying to accomplish, I guess, and trying to have fun with it. Because I think that's some of the problem. Like, I just, 
you know, I always felt like I, working out and all that had to be this chore. But with jujitsu, it's kind of it's kind of entertaining. It's kind of fun. So, do you watch people? Like, uh, or is everyone on a particular day? Is everyone doing it at the same time? Are they rolling with their partners at the same yeah. time? Are is there some type of like hierarchy where you watch the best person? Yeah, you usually watch the. This time it was the brown belt, the guy who's the brown belt leading the class. And yeah, he usually just demonstrates a technique or like has a scenario, whether it's like real life and you just can't avoid this fight in real life, or it's like a tournament type deal, where what you what you what would you do if a guy mounted you like this, and then you know, and then he just kind of shows you the move, and kind of and he goes he shows you like a few dozen times. And then you partner up with somebody, and then you just sort of slowly go through the motions of it to try to get some muscle memory. Yeah, I don't think it's for me. And then at the end of the class, you actually just like roll or spar or whatever. Um, I'm not really familiar with the terminology yet, but at the end of it. I avoided that part at the end of the class because I was just like, look, I'm not going to last like two seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, it's... It's it's fine. Uh, I'm I'll just I'm just here to get some conditioning in. I was like, cause I'm in no condition to to fight anybody right now. Yeah, I mean, you were talking earlier about you know it's not practical, yeah. like that type of stuff. I mean, I guess it is depending on the situation. But for me, I don't think uh, you know jujitsu, uh, and I had just had trouble saying that just now. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I do too. Me, I'm like, I think one time I was called it judo, but I was like, I mean, those are related to right? Like, I don't think so. Judo is okay. I don't know. I really don't know. Way out of my. I'm like, everybody in there is really into MMA. Are there a lot of them in there? I'm like, I don't. Speaking of Rousey is. So speaking of MMA, did you hear about? So the other day we were uh, scanning through some local channels in Las Vegas because we were having issues. Okay. Um, and everybody, for everybody that doesn't know, um, I work in the like uh, telecommunications world, like uh, TV channels and things like that with video. So the other day we were having some issues in Las Vegas. Sorry for your cable bill. <laughs> and we it's were doing some scanning in the local channels in Las Vegas, and there was a news story that a local cop in Vegas, he killed somebody with a chokehold. Like, uh, I don't know what happened, but he somehow he got pulled over, this person, not the guy that killed the guy. Mm-hmm. The guy got pulled over, and then he was arguing, and the cop put him in uh, a chokehold, and it ended up like, uh, I think... It did something with his windpipe or something with his arteries. Yeah. I know those are two completely different things, but he ended up dying from that. Like suffocating? Yeah. And do you think, just based on that, do you think he had any type of real-world training in, in, a, in a gym or in a class? Or do you think he was just some super excited fan that thought he could, you know, uh, that could choke somebody out? No, I mean, it could be either because... I wouldn't say my brother, you know me, I have siblings and me and my brother have fought, you know, when you have siblings, you just kind of fight. It happens every now and then. And I've, and I had my brother choke me out and like, my brother's not a skilled 
you know, warrior or fighter. <laughs> he, we just kind of go at each other. And, oh, and, like like wrestling and stuff? No, like, uh, uh, like yeah, we'd fake wrestle and stuff, but also, like, real, we'd really fight. <laughs> each Punches. Other. Like, yeah, really not hold back, mad at yeah. each other. But, you know, we get over it and grow up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's choked me out before. Like, it doesn't take a really that skilled of a person. You just got to get the advantage. The skilled person will probably be able to get out of it. Well, what I'm saying is this cop. The cop did the choke? Choked yeah. the guy out? Right. Is that illegal? Yes. I they, think that's illegal, right? They said that it, Does it depend the, on the, the officer performed an illegal chokehold. Okay. On the uh, on the suspect, and it killed him, man. Mm-hmm. And there was like body cam footage of the whole thing. What was the suspect he was on the doing? Ground. I don't really remember. I think he was just acting erratic. Okay. It was in Vegas, and I think it was on the strip. Excuse me. Um, so this happened on the strip. I think he was doing something in a casino. He was being erratic, mm-hmm. and they followed him outside, and he tried to get in his in his car. And I think he, I think he took off in his vehicle, and they ended up catching up to him. And that's mm-hmm. when the the incident happened. Mm-hmm. So the cop choked him out. He ended up dying. I don't know. Do you think he's going to get away with that? Probably. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> it depends. Like, uh, I would say yes, he'll probably get away with it. <sighs> The, the guy was acting erratic. How was he acting erratic? Was he, like, threatening him? I'm not sure. You know, like, whenever something like that happens, mm-hmm. when someone dies, you only see the last like, couple of minutes before. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know the hey, Here's situation. what I'll say. Cops need to be better trained at de-escalating issue. Yeah. Like, if you don't expect somebody to get, okay. Like, most of the time I've gotten pulled over by the cops, I've been calm. I've been reasonable. Even if they write me a ticket. But... There was this one time, like, I was just really having a crap day. And this cop in Winsboro pulls me over. And, like, I was just, uh, like, I was acting like a prick to the guy. Because he seemed, like, unapathetic about it in general. I mean, he seemed like, like, he didn't care that he was giving me a ticket, you know? What was for me, like, for? I was already having a bad day. Were you speeding or something? Uh, yeah, I was going, like, six miles. Over? Yeah. Okay. Not and bad. Yeah, not bad, but I was still kind of like six miles over. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just like, I can't believe it. And then I wasn't in a place where I could afford a ticket. And I was just like, you know. And, like, he did a great job of sort of calming me down towards the end. He kind of realized, like, okay, this guy's clearly having a bad day already. <clears throat> and I just made it worse. I'm still going to give him this ticket, but I can at least – control the situation. And he did a good job. I, was, I sort of calmed down towards the end. Just took the ticket. That's good. And went on my way. But more cops should be like that. If if they had to be better trained at and maybe we put too much uh responsibility on them. Well, I think uh, what the situation is, well, you know, I don't know, depending on certain areas, but especially around here, cops don't really make a lot, you know, so already no. they attract they don't make a lot. You, know, you are in a dangerous job. They don't have the skills to begin right. with, you know. And I'm, you know, they go through the, uh, the force thing. Right. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here. The yeah, police academy. Yeah. yeah Thank you, dude. sir. Thank you. That was a movie, right? <laughs> that shit was funny. They go through the police academy. <laughs> yeah. They learn the the skills appropriate, yeah. but already the low wages attract, 
not the best equipped people mentally, yeah. you know? Low wages and... Yeah, you're right, because, uh, okay, there was a situation, I was at my brother's job, and sort of just waiting for him to get off work, and the other girl uh, that works with my brother at night, she was up there too, and we knew each other, so we were just all kind of three hanging out up there, and this cop comes in late, for some reason, I can't remember why, I think he was like paying something in advance, like lessons in advance or something, but anyways... He, like, really literally went into this spiel about how they need people, how they need cops, and how easy it is to become a cop. Like, a part of me couldn't help but feel a bit disturbed by that. Like, I didn't know if he was just sort of being hyperbolic because he didn't want to scare us away, or if he, it was seriously that easy to become a cop. Because I was just kind of like, it's that easy? Really? Like, no kind of... Like I would think, like think like a military personnel type person, the type of re- training re- they receive. Yeah. Like I, I've heard like that people who are in the military and who go into law enforcement are m- way better at law enforcement, mainly because they know how to detect a real threat. As, yeah, that's it, a as, good position a for a lot of ex other than a perceived uh, military people. That a yeah. lot of them go into law enforcement. Yeah. Because they have those skills. They they have real-world experience with yeah, that. Yeah, and if you're in the military and you're a cop, I'd rather you be pulling me over because you'd probably be easy to spot that I'm just having a bad day or not. Right. That I'm looking to harm you. And I, I think sometimes cops need to understand that. And perhaps it's perhaps if we were more focused on solving the underlying issues that even cause these situations to begin with, uh, we wouldn't have to have the this discussion ever about how should that cop choked him out should have not have you know it just seems like there's more and more you know over the years there's just been all these all these problems dealing with law enforcement i mean it's it's a necessary position Mm -hmm. for any community yeah the community uh, certainly has to go come together though law enforcement and civilians so i think that two both sides right now want to be at odds with each other way too much it's almost scary how much they don't want to be on the same side so because you have these people who it's almost like you're either pro cop or you're not you know when people start dividing things either you're either this or you're that this duality that's not ever that's never a good sign so i think a little understanding uh, would go a long way cops do have a tough job at the same time that doesn't mean you have the right to kill a teenage boy or you know or any act on any perceived threat. Right. And, it, and as an individual, it's your responsibility to understand whether or not you can deal with these kinds of situations. And if you can't, you need to find something else to do. I mean, in their defense, they do uh, go through all that training and stuff. And I'm sure they see a lot of yeah. videos that um, are worst-case scenario videos. So yeah. Immediately, they're on guard, especially if it's their first couple of years in the force. Yeah, because you can't ever be 100% sure. Like, uh, was it Jonathan Wheeler's cousin? Was He was like a, was he, he was like a wildlife official? Yeah. Or officer? I'm not sure. Uh, game warden, I think, maybe. Anyways, you know, he just pulled over somebody for some reason. I couldn't remember why, but, you know, he got shot. It happens. It's unexpected, and it's well. That situation was yeah. crazy and he because can't, he, thankfully he's alive, and 
he pulled them better, over, hopefully. right? And it was a lady that, yeah, was a lady. that shot him in the face. And man, I think a guy times. came later and like was like he was like an accomplice to it because he came and picked her up. No, I think it was. Wasn't it? She was driving, and uh-huh. um, there was a, a man with her. Uh-huh. I don't know. There was two people. There was a man and a woman. The woman was driving. The one woman ended up shooting the officer multiple times, and they both took off together. I believe. Uh-huh. I don't know, but yeah. it's it's those types of situations. Like that might have been it. I, I could. Uh, what the hell is going on with that man? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's stuff like that that it makes me thankful that I don't have that type of position, and yeah. I want to thank the people that want to go in that direction with their lives, man. But yeah. really, I don't think they get paid enough. Um, yeah. They don't get paid enough, and, like, are we really at a point where officers have to uh, pull people over and write them these tickets that are going to piss them off? Like, first I'd ask the question, is this really deterring people from, like, speeding or anything? Like, uh, to me, it's far worse if you just made me, like, if you, if I was caught speeding, you made me go into the TMV and take, like, a, a driving seminar or something boring or that'll waste my time. Oh, then just to pay a ticket. Then to just to pay a ticket. Because people will usually take that. It'll still suck if you're looking for punishment. But... It doesn't come with, like, a financial crippling. For some people, it is financially crippling. Yeah, I mean, money, so they money get speaks to a lot of people. So if you punish them by yeah. taking some of their money, they're, they're going to listen to that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like you said, it's different with different people. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some people might listen. Some people do what happened, then and they just get irrational. And a lot of this, like, you mentioned the pro-cop and, like, what side are you on? Pro-cop or anti-cop thing? A lot of that has to do with, like, the drug laws in this country. Can I say I'm (laughs) pro-community? Community? Would that be a better position for everyone? Instead of pro-cop or anti-cop? How about just pro-community? Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. Community. Yeah. If you say pro-community, yeah, I'm pro-community. Everyone's pro-community. Sort of, yeah. But, I mean, like, a community takes effort. And I don't think we have a lot of effort involved. Or not enough. I think there we don't have a lot of effort. And in some cases, like, people are sort of left out of the community. Sure. There's sort of these divisions in the community. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the drug laws, especially marijuana. So, like, a lot of people think that cops are just out to get them, you know. But really, in reality, they're just enforcing a law, you know. That's what they are. They're law enforcement. So they're enforcing a law. And a lot of cops are actually pro-legalization because they realize, um, you know, the effect it has on the community. Yeah, I mean, what are you really doing punishing these nonviolent offenders? I mean, this is what I mean about it should be treated as a health issue, not a... Not a, uh, not a criminal one because, I mean, okay, let's just think about this for a second. You, some guy is doing whatever, and you, you arrest him, you take him in. It's, it's his third offense, so there's, there's a mandatory minimum. He goes to prison, and then what? He, he gets out, and he has a worse start on life than what he had before, and... Most sure. people, and then he's win. a convicted felon, and then he can't even get ahead. Then he's yeah. actually a peg. Lower. Yeah, you're a convicted felon, and like you should listen to these horror stories of people who are on parole. It's like you have to 
pick up the phone. Like, you have to pick up your phone, call every morning at the same time. And it tells you if you have a drug test or you have a scheduled drug test or something like that that day. And it's totally inconvenient. And part of uh, being on pro, you have to have a job. And so, like, people get fired because they have to keep going on these random drug tests and they can't give their boss a heads up because they don't know till the last minute and they get fired. Now they're in violation of their parole. It's, it's like a nightmare listening to these people talk about it. And uh, that's, like, just such a waste of taxpayer. Like, this dude did nothing, and we're just throwing taxpayer money at this guy to be on parole. Did it's nothing like in your drugs. frame of mind, Spencer, but the rest <laughs> yeah, of yeah, the yeah, red-blooded yeah. Americans will yeah. say, well, he shouldn't have done it to begin with. You know what? Uh, moral zealots. I like them. <laughs> Good God. Like, come on. Like, I don't like, I don't take people like that serious. Like, that's too high and mighty in my opinion. Like, I've seen too many good Christian people, or whatever you want to call them, like, do some pretty awful things. <laughs> and, like, have some pretty, in as far as Christianity in, in the South, or in this part of, the, in this area is concerned, is pretty horrible. Like, being gay. Or... Um, drugs. Wait, what are we talking? What? Like people <laughs> in the Christian community. There was a big like, buildup. I feel drugs and like they all keep it a secret. Okay, I got, don't talk I got about what you're it. saying yeah. now, but you get you got this big buildup. Sorry, like, sorry, sorry. And then you go, like, <laughs> and then being, that. like being gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's all I mean. Like in the Christian <laughs> community's eyes, these are really bad, uh, horrible things. Right. Um, in some communities, not all. I'll be fair. Not all Christian communities think this way, but yes. Um. Like, yeah, I know a guy who's married, has a kid, and and he's gay. And he goes and hooks up random men, and it's like, you know, what do you do? Like, this but guy's is that, is living he, this is law. He, is, is he judging people based on people that are on parole or something? I don't think like I've ever there? asked him his opinion. I think because I've always known. Like, I had a, okay, I don't, unless you tell me, I'm not going to try to guess. If you tell me you're straight, I'm like, okay, you're straight. I don't care either way. But uh, with him, I always had a sense of like, okay, this dude might be gay, but I don't know. And if he denies it, I'm just going to be like, okay, that's fine. Because it doesn't really matter to me. But uh, I did have that suspicion. And then one day I'm at a friend's house, or at a friend's apartment, excuse me. And uh, she has this other friend over there. And my brother's there, and uh, a, this lesbian girl who was there is, like, talking about her gay friend and how he's hooking up with this married man. And then my brother sees, he knows him too, sees the picture, and, uh, you know, and he's like, Spencer, come over here. You got to look at this, and I, I see who it is, and I'm like, <laughs> my brother's kind of shocked I'm just kind of sitting there like huh, I thought so <laughs> and uh, uh, I was thinking of us and, uh, I was thinking to myself I'm like wow he's got a wife and and kids and yeah he's kind of living this lie it's kind of so that's why I don't bring it up around him I don't bring up gay anything around him because I'm I don't know I don't want to trigger anything 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like. It's not a big deal. But see, like but stuff like it's a big deal probably to his wife. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm torn that. because I'm like his wife's. I mean, he's definitely. I don't doing, know if she knows or not. I'm he's not, not really doing the sure. right thing for yeah. sure. But that's not for us to judge. I don't think. But it yeah. is. Uh, I just wish he would have been honest. Right. Yeah. That's what before this, all this. That's what the situation is lacking. Is but honesty. see, he grew up in this community that would have shunned him definitely. And, so it makes sense that... And definitely, I would say, uh, certain members of his family would, probably. Stricter members, I guess. Sort of father morale type. So, yeah, it's a tough decision. Do you risk isolating parts of your family? Or you just live the life so you can maintain, you know, order in the family? I don't know. That'd be a tough decision, I'd guess. Tough decision if you were him? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you come up in those communities. I mean, there are other communities that don't give a shit, you know. But it's not even that. Like, there are people who were very involved in the church and were like, they would, you know, smoke weed, sometimes heavier stuff on a regular basis. And I think that's just a people issue, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was weird seeing these very same people then go out and like proselytize and and judge and all this and sort of do all these horrible things. So I don't like I don't care if, if people think drugs are bad because I mean hypocrisy is pretty. Well, let's be real here. Some drugs <laughs> are definitely bad. Man. Yeah, I agree. But they they like, don't they don't need to be. Fucking a man. There yeah, are yeah, some yeah. drugs that are just like ooh man. Yeah, I'm not excusing uh, drug addiction, and I'm not excusing uh, dumb decisions made under the influence, like, you know, with DUIs. But uh, putting people in a worse opposition in life is not going to make it better. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, everyone deserves a second chance, and yeah. a lot of times you rob them of that whenever... It's that father you, morale you convic- crap. You know, those convictions and stuff, uh, a lot of times end up leading to a, a, a rough road down the road, man. Yeah. For them. Yeah, it does. It's just that father morale crap. They think, it's just thinking of, if I just do enough awful things to this person, he'll get his act together and do what I want him to do. So that kind of <laughs> takes me to Jeff Sessions, man, our uh, attorney general. That doesn't work for everybody. It works for some people. So he's definitely fair. got that conviction, you know, with... Uh, I mean, he's been kind of silent recently, but we haven't done one of these podcasts in several yeah. months. But um, no sessions. He's he's given <laughs> several speeches against just the like the dangers of marijuana and stuff, and like it. He even said, you know, this is not funny. People smoking weed. It's not funny, and we are going to come down hard That's on them. Funny. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. What uh, do you feel about Sessions' uh, father approach to? Oh, yeah, he's probably a big drinker, but how do you I feel to his sure, iron sure fist approach? Oh, fuck that. I mean, I don't like, this is why I don't like these kind of attitudes, because, like, Jeff, you ain't, get off your high horse for a second and come down to reality. Some people, yeah, some people have an addiction. Don't punish them for it. Help them. Give them, get them treatment. But in this scenario, he's specifically talking about marijuana. Yeah, uh, marijuana <laughs> alcohol is legal, Jeff. <laughs> I hate to tell you that. And you think marijuana's worse? That's crazy. 
So in his mind, and a lot of people, a lot of other people's minds in America, there are, as long as, I mean, it is uh, still illegal on the federal level, and Mm -hmm. they take that as gospel. Yeah. They say, well, it's still, they're still breaking the law, and we got to go after them. That's their approach to the whole thing. Uh, The laws are stupid, and we've, and people have advocated for a long time that they need to be changed. Your constituents don't agree with the war on drugs anymore. Most of them want to end it and feel like it's a waste of money. So why aren't you, why isn't he busy doing that and making sure that gets done? Well, if we want to get current Oh, yeah, that's right, because that's not in his best interest politically. Yeah, of course. And also current, the current situation, he, I read an article recently that he actually uh, uh, offered to resign with all oh, this God, Russia I stuff. So. Uh, Russia? Oh. I would just have him resign because he's just an awful <laughs> attorney general. Well, apparently, you know, he he's had lots of uh, communication with the Russians, the ambassador over there. Oh, yeah? And he, he went under oath um, yeah, I know. before he, he, he lied. Was, right, he lied earth. under yeah. oath. So it's not only that, but after that, he what are the excuses himself, for that? He recused himself through all the Russia investigation stuff, and he's the attorney general. So, mm. um, yeah. Anyway, like, okay, so what are the excuses I know we're hopping around here, but the whole Russia thing. Yeah. Let's let's tackle that real quick, man. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, what do you think about, um, you know, just recently Comey on Thursday, his testimony? Um, I confirmed what. I already thought that that Trump, okay, that Trump made a very boneheaded decision in letting him go and firing him. Why do you think he did that? Oh, because of the Russian investigation. He said it on Twitter. And he said it with uh, Lester Holt, too, on NBC. That Trump said it on interview. Twitter. Those were his words. Right. So. That's the dumb thing about. I'm just about taking his own words. He said he fired James Comey over the Russian investigation. So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what else to tell people. Uh, I keep on seeing all these uh, comparisons to the Trump presidency to uh, Nixon, you know, with Watergate and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of being crammed down our throats um, personally. But there are a lot of similarities. You know, it wasn't... Nixon didn't get rid Nixon of Nixon always the, gets brought up when impeachment does, because he's no well, one in recent memory. There are a lot of parallels Clinton. here. He didn't get rid of the uh, FBI director. Um, he got rid of these, I think, the special prosecutor um, that was looking into wa- Watergate. Yeah. But there still are a lot of similarities here. And yeah. the big thing they got Nixon for was obstruction of justice. And they, they only got him for that because there was a taping system in the White House, and they were able to dig through the many reels of audio tape yeah, um, and really find something to convict him on. But I think with Trump, you'll have, uh, you won't have that. I mean, there's a lot of talk about the whole tapes thing. Like, he, he tweeted right after James the Comey, Comey thing happened. James Comey said in his testimony, uh, if there are tapes, go for it. Well, you got to say, Lordy. He goes, Lordy, Lordy I hope yeah. there are tapes. Yeah, Lordy, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see McCain? Okay, I watched the whole thing. It yes, was, yeah, I saw McCain. It was, yeah, it was incredible. When it got to McCain, I was just, like, floored because 
He was yeah. so incoherent. He's okay. like uh, Clinton and uh, you know just, fake news. He said I fake know, news at dude, one point. Dude, you look like like James <laughs> Comey's face. He's just so confused by what McCain's trying to get at. Like you can hear it in McC- in uh, Comey's answers. He's like, uh, okay, uh, yeah, I think what you mean. It, like he has to like, <laughs> he's like guessing at what McCain's talking about. And uh, I honestly feel sorry for McCain because he looks like okay. I, I'm not gonna. He looks like kind of how my papa was getting when his mind was starting to go. He kind of, like, had these... It seemed like he had a hard time, like, stringing together. And McCain's 80, by the way. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's old. And, like, my papa, he wasn't, like, senile. He just... If he had a thought, it took him forever to construct that thought. He'd be like, uh, he'd be like, Spencer, can you, uh... Um... Can you, um... And he'd just do that for, like, a good minute or two, and he'd be like, coffee, uh, can you, can you go get me a cup of coffee? Like, he was having a hard time putting his thoughts together. And you're just like, you can sort of notice it in McCain. He's just having a hard time sort of stringing. You're 80 years old, and you're trying to string together these but crafted, you, these well-crafted political arguments. You know what he was trying to, to say, FBI though, right? director. I think he was trying to make a... A, uh, I think he was trying to make Comey look hypocritical about not being as tough on Clinton somehow. I'm not well, sure. sort of, yeah. I yeah, couldn't yeah. really understand it. He was pretty much saying, okay, so you have an open investigation with the Trump campaign, but the investigation that you had before with the Clinton campaign is closed now. But the thing yeah. is, um, you know, what Comey was trying to tell him, I mean, yeah. didn't he wasn't trying. He told him multiple times, like, the investigation was about the private email server that she had, and we closed that, you know? Yeah, yeah, he kept saying something like that. Like, uh, yeah. But McCain was trying to say, well, why don't you have an open investigation on the Clinton campaign since Russia's involvement um, was uh, to the point that we think it was? I think that's what he was trying to say. Yeah, but, yeah, Nick, but then comes to, yeah, yeah, that's what he was trying to say, but, like, just like call me, you're just kind of like, what are you trying to get at? What? <laughs> Is this real? What's going on here? Yeah, like, and like you're still not being clear about what your what your intent is. Like, so what? We had the investigation, we closed it, and then he repeats the same thing, and you're just like, "What's going on here?" And the thing is, like, if Russia, you know, which clearly there there is signs of Russia meddling in the election, and they favored Trump, you know, that's probably without a doubt the case right well, if, if but if they the favored FBI trump director. why would they even try to um i don't know i don't depending okay. on the sophistication stuff but why would they even try to meddle with the clinton campaign um why the russians wouldn't meddle with the clinton campaign and i think they did with the whole uh the email leaks and stuff i think that probably came from russia oh, maybe uh, okay look i'll tell people about this we have to see the evidence for me to make up my mind on any of this um what i can say about this so just based off of just what we for no for sure know is that the intelligence community as a whole and the fbi and they all agree that russia interfered with our elections so who's not who's not agreeing to that yeah alex jones types or something Yes, uh, the hardline conservatives and the alt-right people, plus the conspiracy folk like uh, Who would Alex know Jones. more about what other intelligence communities 
are doing to harm the U.S. than the intelligence community. Yeah, this of misconception that Trump okay Trump is an outsider, but he he doesn't okay. I'm not going to try to be make an ad hominem attack. He should not be the president of the United States because he does not seem capable in any kind of mental capacity. Not that he's an idiot, but his mental capacity is not well suited for the presidency. He he is picking fights with our intelligence community. And while I think there are certain fights to be picked with the intelligence community, like the NSA spying on U.S. citizens, I also think that he's picking up all the wrong battles because his battles are personal. He feels attacked. And I guess he is, but let's just wait and see if those attacks are justified, too. Um, but you don't do that. You don't pick fights with the intelligence community. These people do more to prevent terrorist attacks than the TSA or travel bans will ever hope to accomplish and you're picking fights with them. <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. Like, uh, I don't get people who want to a travel ban, not on any kind of, I'm going to accuse you of being xenophobic, but just on a common sense level. Like if you think that terrorists are that stupid, that just saying, all right, there's a travel ban. No more traveling to, to and from these countries. Like, you think terrorists give a crap about that? Like, that's going to stop them? Like, oh, well, you know, President Trump said there's a travel ban, guys. Guess we just pack it up and go home. Nothing we can do here. Like, no, it's the intelligence communities who prevent these attacks before they even happen. That it, are it's a question us. of credibility. And so, the TSA has been tested, and they failed like 98% of the time. Oh, yeah, it's bad. But, yeah, so but it's Trump, just security Trump and theater. his followers believe that there's not a lot of credibility within these intelligence communities. In certain areas, yeah. yeah. I think so, when it comes to... It's kind of like, like we were talking about Christian people before, right? Christian people discredit... Um, a lot of different things in science. And they, they throw out the whole thing a lot of times yeah. because only a little part of it, there's some doubt. So it's sort of the same type of psycho psychology there. Yeah. There's a little bit of doubt within the intelligence community. Therefore the whole thing is just, just garbage. I think yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's, that's uh man. That's if only the world were that simple, my friend. No, it's uh, it's a lot more complicated that you don't, you don't destroy the intelligence communities. You leave your, cause if you do that, you leave yourself vulnerable to the threats you're trying to prevent with travel bans and immigration, you know. Um, what you do is you reform it. Uh, leakers like Edward Stone should be considered heroes, but Trump's not concerned with leakers like Edward Stone. His concern with the intelligence community is only for his own personal gain. He's trying to discredit them. He says that Comey's <laughs> a leaker. Did you see that? Yeah, Comey. Uh, no, I haven't seen anything he said in response to Comey's testimony. So the testimony. day after Comey's testimony, he there was a press conference. He met with uh, the Romanian president at the White House. Uh -huh. okay. and Did he actually talk about that during that well, speech? Well, not really? during the speech, but he okay. had several questions afterwards. Oh, okay. And that's when he uh, addressed those concerns. And he, he said, Comey, he's a leaker. Okay. I don't know the rest of it, but <laughs> that's the argument. Yeah, he thinks Comey's a leaker and a leaker uh, of what? A leaker of data. Now he's putting Comey. What in... data? <laughs> the yeah. data that 
Uh, so Comey, he he <laughs> met with Trump, Trump multiple times, and after each meeting, he documented those uh, right. findings, right, or those conversations in okay. a series of memos. And apparently, Comey shared this information with his peers, and they also shared it with a journalist. So, seems like Comey's responsibility. Yeah, but they're saying anyway. That's uh, Trump's take on it. He's a leaker. And also... He's a leak. Okay, so then he's acknowledging that those statements are true if he's a leaker. Because otherwise he wouldn't be offended by it. He could just dismiss it as bullshit. Comey's making it up because it's hearsay. But if he's sitting there and he's saying Comey's a leaker, then he's validating. He's he's validating. So he's on the fence about it all because he says, okay, so Comey uh, confirmed a lot of the stuff that I've been saying, but also some of the stuff it's... Uh, those are lies, is what he said. So he's not saying which parts of it are, oh are lies or truth. Did he really say it like that? <laughs> like pretty much. Pretty much, man. That's what's so. That's probably the worst thing and about he, he's him. He's willing to go under oath. That to, his uh, statements are so vague and incoherent. They do that. I and mean, all over the place that anybody can interpret them to however they want, to whatever agrees with their. That's ideas. common practice with yeah. him and his family. Ivanka Trump has done that um, in multiple interviews, too. Yeah, but most people, like, just even his supporters, like, he's so incoherent. I can't see how these – and nobody has the same opinion. I had one person that tried to convince me well, – I had a person who – a conservative person who voted for Trump tell me that – and he believes in climate change and we should do something about it. But he said that Trump – because he didn't want to go against Trump. He, had, he said that Trump only pulled out of the Paris Agreement to motivate the rest of the world – to get their act together and to do better. And that's why he did it. It was to actually help fight climate change in that way. And then I have another Trump supporter for a divide who doesn't believe in climate change, thinks it's a hoax. And he says, oh, yeah, Trump pulled that because we're bringing coal back, baby. So, like, you have these two Trump supporters totally interpreting Trump's own message Differently. That's the trouble with being vague. Like, and if you're vague enough, anyone that supports you, anyone that's against you, will fill in the, the blanks. Ide- yeah, the ideologues will always fill in the blanks. They're just like, okay, this is. Oh, what you know, he Trump. You had boom. dinner with him last night, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trouble with all this. Being. That's why I can't ever say hardly anything about Trump because I'm just like I don't understand what the man's saying. He's incoherent. He's. And that's why I think he's not fit to be president. It's not anything about what it, whatever the subject that he's say, talking about. It's just that I don't understand what the hell he's trying to say. He's he's not a very clear. You're talking about very complex issues you have to deal with the president. So you have to be as clear and concise as possible. And for some people that might out come out as fake, but you have to, like, if you're not like people like me are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then people who support them can just make up whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, we definitely live in strange times right yeah. now, man. It's the weirdest shit. <laughs> I wouldn't want that position. I would never, you know, uh, knowingly try to go after that position. Now if, you know, overnight someone said, okay, it's your turn to be president, I'd give it my best shot. But I'm not going to spend years and years to build up to that, you know? And I guess uh, Trump didn't either, but... Uh, yeah. Why anyway, doesn't somebody man. just ask Trump, like, hey, why can't you be clear about what you're saying? Because I, I don't have a he fucking can't. clue. At this point, that's him, you know? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. 
you know, yeah. the old saying, all that stuff. But I wonder like, if his that's age just has a speech style at this point. He's he's stream of consciousness. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I wonder if his age has something to do with. Hey, man, it's people in politics are so fucking old. <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't. Here, here. Let, this is something I was thinking about the other day. I don't understand. Like, if a twelve-year-old was elected, like some somehow, some way, a state passed a law where uh, a child could get elected to Senate, like a twelve-year-old, you could be twelve and be elected to the Senate. We would justifiably be kind of disturbed by that if a twelve-year-old got elected into the Senate. A twelve-year-old making those kind of complex decisions, but. When you think about old people, <laughs> like John McCain in his 80s, like, it's just a fact of life. As you get older, your brain power is just going to go downhill. You're, you're not going to be this smart. Just like, just like with your muscles, you know, you're not going to be at your top game forever. Everything's going to sort of deteriorate. So why do we excuse, like, being fucking 80 and literally, seriously, go look at McCain. Anybody who doesn't. He's trying to make excuses for McCain. Just go watch that video. This is just the perfect example. Like, that is so incoherent. I don't understand. <laughs> with that whole McCain thing. Just watch his mannerisms. And Republicans in that room seem to want to get... Why fake news? I, I don't know, he man. He said fake news at the worst pos- possible time. Like, just at the moment where you're trying to understand what he's saying, he goes, uh, uh, fake, fake news. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, fake news. Yeah. Okay, look. There were people in that... In that there were people in that room that were trying to be dishonest, but they were still coherent. Yeah. Even though I feel like they were trying to be dishonest. But McCain wasn't... A lot, you, okay, so, so bad for him. Like, oh my God. It, it goes along with why do we allow super, super old people to continue to drive? You know? There are some fault. people that shouldn't drive out there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, old people. Yeah, yeah. You, the same thing is with the elected officials, you know? Yeah. You become, yeah, you become a danger if you're elected official. You're making very complex decisions with a very limited mental capacity. The same you would have if a 12-year-old was a senator. <laughs> you understand that child doesn't know everything yet and has a very short grasp of what life is in every sense of the word. Um, yeah, that's kind of disturbing. <laughs> I felt like I, was, I thought like uh, my head was about to explode when McCain was doing that. I was like, this dude is. I thought it was funny. Like we rewinded it, it tons like, of there's times. There's no man. way. I was just like, oh my god, I got, I got to watch it again. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, fake news. Fake news. Uh, Secretary Clinton. Fake news. Yeah. What? Uh, what? But I understand <laughs> what he was trying to say. It took like five or six viewings of uh, the whole thing to understand what he was trying to say. I didn't. He, I he was just I, basically I, trying I, to say, well, why? Okay, so he Seems said like he a couple of times. He was trying to point out some hypocrisy, like he right, was exactly. showing some kind of favoritism. Why isn't? Uh, that's weird because they were pr- singing his praises when they felt like he cost when Democrats felt like he cost Hillary the mm-hmm. election. Make up your fucking mind. <laughs> Did he help him or hurt him? Like I don't get it. And just because Comey's coming after Trump hardcore doesn't mean there's any kind of hypocrisy. It might just simply mean that Trump is as big a threat as some people believe he is to our institutions, our democratic institutions. It's definitely scary, man. We don't know the facts. We really don't. He might not be. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see what they find. Uh, If anything, I'm willing to bet that it wasn't. he, He didn't knowingly 
um, work with the Russians. I just, if anything, it was someone in his campaign or multiple people within his campaign, or maybe it was Russia that um, reached out to someone in his campaign to try to flip those uh, individuals, and that's probably what yeah. happened. I doubt that he knowingly knew about anything. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see what the evidence shows. Whatever. Mueller and Comey are probably some of the most... And you got to remember, these guys were considered conservative before Trump. And, and Mueller and Comey are some of the most bipartisan people I've seen like in politics. Because they don't want to be in politics. You can just tell Comey doesn't want to be in the spotlight. He doesn't want to be thrown into that circus. Who does? It's a, it's a shit show out there. It's TMZ. So, uh, yeah, I, I, whatever they come up with, I'll, I'll look into it, but I'm pretty good. I'm going to be pretty sure it's going to be as honest as possible. So if it's bad for Trump, it's bad for Trump. If it's, no, it's nothing there, it's good for Trump. Because if there is nothing there, he can demonize uh, the Democratic Party or liberals even further. So... Whatever, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I just have to see the evidence first. And the sad part is, well, not sad. These investigations take multiple years a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to really know um, maybe until the next oh. presidential election. Yeah. Oh, what's, right not, what's, not, what's not a doubt to me is that he committed obstruction of justice. What do you, what do you, what By do you his say? own admission. Right. So I don't know what people are arguing anymore. He admitted it. He said he fired Comey over the Russia investigation. And then did you hear Paul Ryan right after he said that? Well, well the president's new at this. He's new to politics. So, you it's know, no he's still trying to learn about... New to politics. <laughs> Do you have to be new excuse, to right? politics to understand obstruction of justice? I would have understood that. I would have just on a simple-minded level understood that Firing the guy who's conducting an investigation on me in Russia, or not even on me. He wasn't even investigating Trump. He's investigating the people around Trump. Yeah. And uh, I fire that guy? That's going to look bad. That's going to look like I got something to hide. Best if I have nothing to hide. See, I don't like when people say if I have nothing to hide that who are in the civilian population. If you're in the public, if you're a public servant, you don't get that privilege, in my opinion. So if you have something to hide, you shouldn't obstruct. If you don't have anything to hide, you shouldn't obstruct anything like that. And Absolutely. He, he admitted he fired Comey because he didn't like the way he handled the Russian investigation on his own Twitter. He said that. I don't know what, what <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as they say, a lot of times perception is reality. Yeah. And it's obvious that he does not give a shit about perception. It seems like all Trump has to do is, like, even if he says something that can, that just exposes him, like a day later he just has to say something else and his supporters completely forget about what he said the previous day. Like he has to see like, oh yeah, I fired Comey because of the Russian investigation. And then two days later, I fired Comey for the Hillary Clinton investigation. Stupid liberals. And then, like, I don't know what he says about that, but like just as an example. Uh, and then like they just go with that story now. And totally forget about what he said previously. It's because uh, Donald Trump requires loyalty, and they are, they are loyal to him. He has a loyal, uh, I said, almost said customer base. Yeah. 
He has a loyal base, man. He's a and snake oil <laughs> salesman, it seems like. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I don't... Uh, I, okay, here's, here's the thing. Trump, Trump, in my opinion, can be the sleaziest guy in the world. And he could be the nicest guy in the world. I don't really care. Because, to be honest, like there are more important things right now <laughs> that have to be solved and have to be looked at. And uh, I would sleep easier at night knowing that we have competent people uh, working on that. But I don't sleep easy at night because we don't have competent people working on that stuff. We have people so consumed with getting reelected and making sure they don't look bad in the public eye that they're totally forgetting about how to actually run a fucking country and solve and problem solve in politics. If anything, hopefully this will a lot of people a lot of people in control right now yeah. will take something from this. Like uh, I think we're better um, Trump's, than the Trump's, charades that we've been seeing. And I, yeah. I think this will bring a lot of people together. Hopefully, you, you, what? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I'm hoping to get some bipartisan support. Maybe not with the uh, all the issues that we care about. Right. But I think just general adult behavior maybe yeah. will bring that back in. Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, have you seen that Fox uh, News report that said that they would want to put solar panels on the a border wall? They built it. No. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. Is that to try to get some Democratic support for it or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Work. Look, look, look. Yeah, it got my support. I'd, I'd be an ass. If that was the case, I'd be all for it. I'd be like, okay. No, fuck that. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Look, look, look. Okay. <laughs> Let me just explain. I know, look, I know. I know people. I know there are people out there who only want that border wall because they're totally xenophobic. And they're assholes, and they're total dickwads. I know, I know. I met these people. I try to avoid them. Okay, now just hear me out, man. <laughs> just hear me out. Those people are always going to exist. I'm just so sorry to say, if they're always they're always going to be around. Uh, so why not instead just take advantage this one time to work on a issue? To be honest, is way more important than that. <laughs> which is like climate change, that is way fucking more important because you're not going to give a shit about immigration. Well, the U.S. might because things might get bad in other countries. But that's besides the point. Anyways, let's just take this opportunity. And, if, and it'll make the conservatives feel good, you know? It'll make them feel good, feel like they, they got one on the liberals. It's fine. Just take it, please. Because here's, here's the truth. People, immigration is going down. And then they can look at the very same statistics they deny today and they can point to the wall and say, look, it's, it's working. Let them have it. Let them have it. Just let them think that. <laughs> and we all know that building a wall is fucking stupid and that it's going to do about as much as protecting the border as a fucking travel ban. <laughs> we all know that because Mexicans aren't stupid people. <laughs> So just let them build this huge mega fucking solar plant <laughs> unwittingly. <laughs> and then boom. 
There we go. My question Clean is, energy. you know, I do, I definitely support the mega. Immigrants want to get over here. Plant. That wall ain't fucking going to stop them. <laughs> but what's the price tag after mm. the solar panels, man? You know what I mean? We're already looking yeah. at, what, like a 20 billion dollar wall or some shit million may i don't even know b's but see, M's. We, ha- we have the money to do it both to be honest but uh if i get a huge ass solar plant out of it yeah i'll do i'd be for it yeah it's gonna cost some money you could maybe convince conservatives siphon that off the military budget uh 21 okay let's just assume this thing's 50 billion dollars that's nothing that's Trump change to the military budget. Trump could easily slice that off the military budget and be fine. Trump's not going to do that, man. Yeah. I think we could convince conser- uh, libertarians, because they're all uh, on the conservative side when it comes to immigration. But when it comes to military spending, they tend to line up with progressives. So maybe you can convince them instead. Trouble is, they're not in power. It's like a game. <laughs> yeah, I realize the game, man, but... Don't you don't know. need them to be. You just need enough libertarian support to be like, hey, you libertarians, go get mad at them for not siphoning off $50 billion to, to pay for this wall that y'all want. <laughs> and uh, you conservatives, sure. We'll ex- you uh, you know, hard-nosed conservatives, sure, we'll take building a wall for a huge-ass solar plant. Deal. Yes, I know. It's for xenophobic uh, asshole reasons. Yeah. You got to work with what you got. I'm sorry. <laughs> these are these are really troubling times, so uh, suck it up. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting thought, you know, to make uh, something so good out of a uh, negative like that. Yeah, I mean, again, I agree. I think that's a dick move. You could simply just avoid the wall altogether. And just build a huge-ass solar plant. That would be ideal, but we don't live in ideal times. We live in very divided times. Sometimes divided times require a little compromise, even if we're uncomfortable with it. I agree. I think on that point, man, let's go ahead and end it, man. Yep, all right, dude. Because you made a really good point just now. (laughs) Yeah. Compromise. I mean, without a doubt, this time in, uh, in history... I guess American history, which is not very uh, old. But this time that we're experiencing now is pretty scary, man, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, The political divisiveness is pretty troubling. Yeah, and I guess for a lot of... uh, of a lot of the hardcore Trump supporters, it's not really that scary. You know, maybe it's not scary yeah. for them. Maybe they like the direction that the country's going. And if they do, I, I have some major questions for them. Yeah. Like, do you think this situation's good? Like, I don't like know. Like I said, man, they all have their different opinions. It <laughs> seems to be on an individual basis <laughs> with them. So I can't ever understand what Trump's position on because I'm not sure his own supporters do. Yeah, <laughs> they all have different ideas. <laughs> That's the thing. He's in. He's uh, he's vague on purpose, so uh-huh. people just fill in the blanks. Yeah. All right. Anywho, uh, all right. Thank you for listening to us. Me and Spencer ramble for the past hour. Uh, <laughs> we will promise to get back in more We're often. Bo on the program next. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he's going to say. Yeah, about we'll get his. Tr- we'll get his uh, Trump supporter take on it. It'll be fun and civil. So we want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, we hope you guys are doing real good out there. And, uh, yeah!
So we'll see you next time. Bye.